0: Mets fan, welcome to our game two NLDS recap here on Amazing. I mean, you know what? Fuck Chase Utley. Like <laughs> I got, I have nothing fucking here. Fucking shit. That's Steve Sippa. I'm Jeff Paternostro. So I consider myself at this point in time not to be a terrible homer. I feel like I am a reasonable Mets fan. I give credit where credit is due. I will (laughs) say mean things about Mets players when (laughs) it is due. Certainly, we know this. Um, And I thought the Chris Coughlin slant against Jung Ho Kang was dirty. This was worse. I assume y'all know what we're talking about at this point. I mean, Steve, at what point is interference get called? At what point is it... Not just a dirty slide, but an illegal slide. Where is the actual boundary here?
1: Uh, It's that—that was just as fucking disgusting. I mean, was (sighs) he literally didn't even slide until he was like past past the
0: base? Yeah, that's that's textbook dirty slide. Look, you want to upend a guy behind the base? You're sliding through the base. Fine, I get it. You're going hard. It's the playoffs. You're trying to break up a double play with a tying run scoring fine. That was basically a glorified chop block. And we'll get into the the mess that was the the replay review afterwards and the weird judgment call around the neighborhood play. Because it was not a forced out. Tejada was clearly trying to turn two there. If he had just gone through the bag and missed the bag, that would have been one thing. But he was clearly trying to turn two. That's
1: textbook neighborhood play. He mid pivot His back was turned.
0: And yeah, it wasn't a great feed from Murphy. They probably would not have turned two if he had made the throw, but he made the effort to do it. And Utley was nowhere near the base. I think, you know what? They're going to look at this in the offseason and probably change it because. And if this was Corey Seager, the rule would already be changed, as we saw with Buster Posey.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Slide through the base. It's not a. You're not trying to avoid a tag, it's a force play. And I get it, you know, C.J. Netkowski on Twitter comes out defending it. You know, Cal Ripken Jr. is defending it in the booth, these old school players. I don't want to watch that as a fan in any circumstance. That is not a pleasing television product to me. Now, setting aside the Mets lost a a game that they had in, I want to say in hand, or in good shape in the seventh inning, due in part to that call, factors into this as much as i say i'm not a homer and i'm not that's a brutal way to lose a baseball game look if they don't turn it and they end up whatever next batter doubles the guy in all right fine you take it and you move on you know once the bullpen once the mets bullpen got into that game and we will get into (laughs) sort of terry collins bullpen decisions shortly or maybe not so shortly you know you wear it and you move on but that's just like a a gut punch and look the difference between Tejada playing shortstop in game 3 and Flores playing shortstop in game 3 in terms of like win probability you know when I punch that lineup for the game 3 preview at our Pocota projections at Prospectus it's not going to make a huge difference but it feels like something happened there Steve
1: yeah, our starting short stuff is a fractured fibula.
0: I mean I don't like at what point is it actually a dirty slide? That's my question. Where is the actual limit? He you not try to touch the base? You not try to slide anywhere near the base, you not try to slide. In front of the base.
1: Right. I mean, if the if the runner seems to be making an effort to keep it and a legitimate slide, like you know, I, I'll cut them slack if it if it you know ends up being a play in which someone's injured. But I mean, in in this situation, he's just wasn't making an effort. It was just clearly clearly. C C C fielder, hit fielder. I
0: mean, and you kinda yourself I would have taken a split coming into the LA games, and of course you would have. But yeah, you know, like, like I like to say on the uh, actually, what I like to say on the podcast is sequencing doesn't matter. But it kind of does.
1: Well, I just hope that Chase Utley has another plate appearance sometime uh, during you know, this know, I,
0: I can't even justify, you know, what do you You want him to wear one in the ear hole? This isn't...
1: <laughs> I can justify it. it. It's i it's a petty like I don't,
0: It's... I mean, you should have been thrown out of the damn game is what it comes down to. I mean, that's not going to happen in a playoff game. It's a playoff game. It's, you know... What, the rules don't apply? I don't know.
1: Clearly they didn't, because the umpires didn't know what rules to... uh,
0: Yeah, so obviously there's your rule rule 6.06, which is all over Twitter now about, you know, trying to break up a double play versus... You know, making no effort to touch the bag or make a play on the bag should result in interference and the the runner and the trail runner being called out, double play being given. That's in the rule book. Um, I don't know what... and Look, Tejada didn't touch the base. It certainly didn't look like it on replay. But he's allowed to not touch the base. Precisely so he doesn't get his leg broken by somebody sliding in. He should have time to get out of the way. And like, oh, Tejada put himself in a bad spot. Tejada was trying to turn double play in a playoff game with the tying runner trying to get in from third. That's what he should do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And look, I, I, I don't know. The Mets probably should have played the rest of the game under protest. I don't think it's going to amount to anything. MLB is not overruling that and sending them back out there on Sunday, certainly. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> But this is where we are now. You know, Todd has a broken leg. And no one's going to really care about it. And that's the TV product. don't know what I'm watching because it's <laughs> after midnight. I'm so tired right now.
1: I know. When that happened, I was just like, oh. I figured it was gonna go on the game a lot longer than
0: it did. So the rest of the game we should actually talk about.
1: Center Guard good, bullpen not good. Yeah, yeah sort of Umpires the Umpires especially bad.
0: Sort of the story of the season. So bringing Bartolo Cologne in, who actually got a ground ball in that spot, surprisingly yeah. enough. Um for a guy that doesn't really strike anybody out, or and gets a lot of fly balls, the runner on third was an interesting decision, and then pulling him immediately afterwards yeah, that after really the play deep. got reviewed, entry decision. And look, Addison Reed gave it up; it was not good. And they let him face Adrian Gonzalez instead of and Johnnie's, and then brought Johnnie's in to face a later lefty. Look, it's Terry Collins managing in a playoff game. <laughs> this is it's bound play. to happen, <laughs> and I wouldn't blame him for. You know, being a little off his game at that point, such as it was. Do you think he needed to get ejected there? I don't really buy into that as a thing, but...
1: Nah.
0: And I know that, like, there's only so much he can do in terms of arguing that spot, you know, arguing. The replay ruling, I think, is also grounds for automatic ejection nowadays, much like... uh... Arguing balls and strikes. So I guess not. Conforto's home run was pretty cool. That was the it thing was. that happened.
1: I mean, I, I feel, in retrospect, I feel so silly being disappointed when the Mets drafted Conforto over, you know, the two or three guys that I was more interested in. Who did you want? I don't remember. I know I wanted Sean Newcomb. Tucson. Uh, Tucson. okay. I mean, I love curveballs, and his curveball is very dreamy.
0: Can't even focus. (laughs) I don't get upset about these things anymore because I'm not, like, a crazy homer. It's just something like, like, how do you, how is that baseball? It's like, yeah, when Ty Cobb was going into the stands and, like, beating the shit out of people that had no hands. <laughs> that was part That's, of baseball.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not even a situation either where you can give Utley the benefit of the doubt. Like, you know, emotions are high. It's He's he's sorry about it, whatever. I mean, this is a guy that has a long history of cheap and dirty crap like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not the first time he's gone in past the base on Ruma Tijada. Yeah. pedro martinez is screaming about that play right now on tbs which makes me happy who pedro martinez oh pedro (laughs) Uh, all right so the series heads back to new york now tied at one matt harvey against brett anderson i think the atmosphere at city field is going to be interesting (laughs) on monday I have to write a game recap of this for Baseball Perspectives before I go to bed tonight.
1: That really sucks.
0: Yeah, I have no idea how I'm going to come up with a gamer. <laughs> just just type, know what I'm going to be writing about, but... Just just type, that sucked. The end. <sighs> Jesus. Jesus. That's what the Mets playoffs are like, I guess this is the
1: experience. Well, something Metzian is bound to happen.
0: It's true. This was not the way I expected it to go. I mean, the bullpen stuff was comfortably Metzian.
1: And as soon as that play happens and that whole clusterfuck, you know, resolves itself and play begins, you know that they're going to lose. You know that just momentum is just shifted. You know, this is the Mets, it's something bad is going to happen further. Well, they got the
0: next out is the weird thing. And then Reed Ward after that with a couple of bad pitches, but... <laughs> I mean, look... Jays Utley is probably a Hall of Famer. You know he runs, you know whatever he plays hard. You know goes max effort to first every time. But at the end of the day, that's still bullshit. Yeah. And look, I thought again. I thought Coglin slide was bullshit.
1: It'll be interesting to see if, with you know, all of the display being under the microscope because of the playoff lights and everything, if something in the rules gets changed.
0: I don't know what else I got. You got anything?
1: No, I'm very no, deflated. That's... Yeah, it's it's like an emotional punch in the gut. Like all of the anger is now just kind of dissipating into resignation and just just tiredness, you know. <laughs> well, hopefully game 3, you know, comes back to Citi Field, Harvey Channels all of this into uh pitching dominance and it's, we'll, we'll be up to one that would be nice
0: yeah, I guess that's where we are now There's yeah. really nothing else to uh, to talk about I don't know I wish I had more cogent analysis
1: it's always, we could always talk about wrestling
0: we could always talk about <laughs> wrestling that'd make one percent of our listeners very happy and the ninety nine percent. Very upset. So instead I think we will just sign off, Steve. Alright. And we'll see you on Monday for another edition. I'm not entirely sure how that's gonna work yet. It might be me and Greg Carim and Chris McShane recording it on the seven train back from City Field. <laughs> but one way or another there will be a game three edition. And apparently at least a game four edition of well of Amazing Avenue Audio.